Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? It's your boy Long Beach Joe, and we are back at it, back at it, back at it again. I'm back at it again, man, and it is time to talk, okay? Listen, we are at the bye week for the New York Jets, 6-3. and We're coming off a big win against the Bills, and I want to have some discussions today. We're going to be talking quite a bit about this football team and expectations, you know, and also what we feel about this season so far. So we're going to get to the lines in a second. Hold on. Lines is hot. We'll get to everybody. Let me go ahead and open the show, okay? Listen, I am the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show, all right? Listen, your boy's on iTunes, okay? I'm on iTunes. All right, come on over to iTunes, type in Long Beach Joe Show on iTunes, okay? Go ahead and subscribe, and then guess what you can do? Leave your boy some feedback. Let me know what you folks think about what I'm doing here on the show. Give me a five-star rating. Let me know how you feel. I want to thank everyone that does that. I truly appreciate you folks letting me know what you think about my program and how I handle business over here, all right? Your boy is also on social media as well. Listen, Go on over to Twitter, type in at the Long Beach Joe, at the Long Beach Joe. Okay, that's the show's page. You can find my personal page at YoungJ000. Go ahead and follow me. I'll follow you right back, and we can go back and forth. All right? Love going back and forth with people about this team, about football. Some people just want to hit me up about life. I'm all about that as well. Okay? Also, if you want to see me live, okay, live in person. You want to see the show live? You want, to, you want to feel the atmosphere? You want to know what it's like to be a savage? Come on over to YouTube. Okay, come on over to YouTube. Go to YouTube. All right, open that, open that search browser up. Type in YouTube. You typed it in yet? Okay, now go to the search bar on YouTube. All right, type in Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Hit enter, and now come right up. Go ahead, subscribe to my, my, my YouTube channel. Hit that notification bell so when I – okay? You folks will be in the know right then. So go ahead and do that. Boom, you'll be ready to go, okay? And give all my videos a thumbs up, all right? Love going back and forth with folks. So go ahead and do that, and we'll be good to go there. So what a day. What a time. About it all, all right? There's a lot to discuss, a lot of things going on. Let me tell you something. <laughs> the Jets are 6-3 and three after the bye, and we got some things going on, man. All right, first off, salutes and happy Veterans Day to everybody, all the veterans out there. For those of you who may not know, I'm a veteran as well, served some time uh, in the military. So salutes to all my fellow veterans. Thank you for your service to this country. Uh, you know, <laughs> without you folks, America wouldn't be America, right? So salutes to everybody. Now it's time to talk about this. Listen, the New York Jets, again, 6-3 and three going into this bye, coming off of a big win against the Bills. We're excited, all right? But we also got some news that we're going to be dealing with some injuries, all right? Sheldon Rankins out four to six weeks, four to six weeks uh, for the New York Jets here. He's dealing with a dislocated 
elbow, all right? The elbow injury that he has, uh, again, it's a dislocated elbow. And, again, he's a big factor within the, you know, Jets defensive line and pass rush as well. He had two sacks this season. Uh, it was injured in the Bills game. But with him being out, again, it's supposed to be four to six weeks. We've also heard Quentin Williams come out and say that he's, looked, he's spoken with Sheldon Rankins, and they've had a discussion. And he said that Rankins told him that he will possibly be back before the four to six weeks. So we'll see what happens there. But as of right now, the talk is four to six weeks, okay? Now, when we look at the situation and how it affects the defensive line, you look at it and you say, okay, Rankins, if he's out four to six weeks, if, if that's going to be, you know, the diagnosis there, we've still got Solomon Thomas. We've still got John Franklin Myers, Shepard as well. Nathan Shepard is a guy that's been putting in work too. Vinnie Curry is also a guy that they move around as well. At this situation here, and we got some guys that can step up, even on a practice squad, Tenzil Smart. Tenzil Smart's a guy that's on a practice squad. He put in some real work. I'm talking about some real work. Uh, during the uh, during the, the preseason. I thought he was a guy that was going to make the active roster, and he wasn't able to. But still and yet, he's a guy that's available for us as well. We can call up. He, he did some really good, solid work as well at defensive tackle. And also Jonathan Marshall. So I understand, you know, that we're, you know, dealing with this injury with Rankins, but there's guys that's going to be able to step up in his absence that I think is going to do a really solid job for us. So it sucks. It, it, it's I don't like it, but – here we are sitting out, sitting in a situation where we've seen injuries on the other side as well, on the other side of the ball, the offensive line. We've dealt with that. We've been able to make adjustments. Guys have been able to come in and, you know, do their thing there. And now, you know, we got an injury here on the defensive side of the ball, but uh, on the defensive line side of the ball. But, again, I think there's guys that's going to be able to step up and handle business there. Um, so we'll look forward to seeing how the, how the Jets' defense makes augmentations and how they handle that situation. But, again, Rankin's – out four to six weeks. There was also some talk as well uh, from Sulla about Elijah Moore. We'll come to the Savages in a second. Salutes to everybody. I, I, I know what's going on. They're talking about a sound, but we'll, we'll get that fixed in a second. Elijah Moore is going to be moving on to the slot now. Uh, there's a lot of talk about, you know, there's a lot of talk about before the Bills game about, hey, what's, what's going on with the utilization of Elijah Moore? They also, we know that he requested a trade at one point as well. Uh, you know, and it was a lot of things going on where Jets fans had soured on him. But guess what? The Jets staff has come out, Sellers came out during an interview and talked about how they're going to move him to the slot now permanently and utilize him from that position. And the first thing I thought when I heard that was, why hasn't he already been in there? <laughs> why hasn't he already been in the slot? What in the world has been going on here? Because that was one of the reasons why we, when he got drafted, one of the reasons why a lot of Jets fans were excited and happy, right? Because they said, hey, we got Corey Davis, we got, you know, Denzel Mills, we got guys that can go outside. Let's put Elijah Moore in the slot. Let's make him that weapon X kind of factor here with our offense and allow him to run around and handle his business that way, hand the ball off to him, all kind of stuff. He was supposed to have that Debo Samuel kind of feel within our offense. And, you know, things have, haven't, hasn't been going that way so far, especially, again, with our running game being as solid as it's been and other guys kind of getting the ball. Garrett Wilson really doing a lot of work this year. Uh, so it's looking like Elijah Moore is going back, back into the slot again. And I'm excited for it because, again, I feel like Michael LaFleur should definitely find a way to get this guy to football in his hands. Again, I know there's a lot of Jets fans upset with him. I wasn't excited about the way that he went about uh, you know, not getting as many targets as he felt. 
Again, there's other guys that have sacrificed in this offense this season just to get us those W's. We've seen C.J. Uzama, you know, he coming off a career year as far as receiving numbers, kind of, you know, kind of throw that away to block and get whatever he can as we are getting these W's. It's all about team first, team first, team first. And, uh, you know, didn't feel like Elijah Moore was doing that. But the big thing about utilizing Elijah Moore is this guy's got a world of talent. And we all know that. We all see it. He's got what it takes. He truly does. But the deal is, is Michael Floor's got to find a way to get the ball in his hands, whether it be handing the ball off to him or just coming out and designing plays to ensure that this ball gets going to Elijah Moore so that he can get rolling within the offense. That would be huge for us. Because, again, I know people were talking about Elijah Moore and getting him his targets, but guess who that benefits ultimately the most? Zach Wilson. (laughs) And that's what this is all about. It's all about making sure that Zach Wilson is the guy that can go out there and be lifted by the talent. Can he go out there and have solid targets? Are all the guys on offense being put in position where they can succeed, play in and play out? Are they being utilized to the top, to the top of their talent? That's huge. So that will benefit Zach Wilson. And especially, again, with Corey Davis dealing with the MCL injury, we'll see when he comes back. Uh, There's a lot of talk about you know, him being able to continue forward, especially after the bye week, healing up and being good to go. Also, Fant and Max Mitchell are supposed to come back and be good to go as well, uh, you know, after the bye. So we're getting healthy as well. But, you know, Elijah Moore, I think he could have a really monster, you know, second half of our season being utilized in the slot. Last season when he was in the slot, uh, there was a game against the Dolphins where he was just a beast. I'm talking about he, he had a huge game. I think he had like 141 yards and a touchdown in that game. He was beast, and a lot of that work was done from the slot. So, you know, it is what it is there. He's being moved to the slot now. He's going to be utilized, and I'm excited for it. So we're going to get to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers, all right? Again, when you call in, please, please understand, all right, that there's no cursing on my show, okay? I know I have new callers. No cursing on my show. And please be patient. We will get to everybody. Again, everybody watching, please give the stream a thumbs up. Also, share the stream as well with your friends and your family. Subscribe if you have not subscribed. And please hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. So we're going to get to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Also, if you want to give to the stream, the Super Chat is up there. The Cash App is at the bottom of the screen as well. Anything that you give to the platform is greatly appreciated. So, first call I'm going to is my guy, Ted. Ted, we're coming directly to you, my friend. 613. Skype, we'll, we'll get to you in a second. Ted salutes. For those of you that do not know, that man, Ted, oh, he's a savage, man. He's a savage. <laughs> Listen, Ted, salutes to you. I want to thank you for calling in today. Listen, we are sitting at this bye week six and three. We're feeling good. We're talking about everything. Again, we've lost this injury to Sheldon Rankins and how it impacts the New York Jets defense. Hey, Joe. Uh, happy Veterans Day, by the way, now that, now that you revealed that. Um, we have a lot of depth. We have a lot of depth. I'm not – I'm a little concerned, uh, but I, 
we have so many we have depth at the, at every position. So I think we can have multiple players slide in and just uh be able to deal with that. So I'm not too concerned. I'm more concerned with uh you know, Zach getting a little more comfortable in the offense, getting Corey Davis back and maybe more will get a catch once in a while. Hello? Can you can you hear me? Okay. Um, I'm, I'm looking for that as well. Like you said, uh, you know, we got guys that, that can step up in that situation, uh, guys along our defensive line that are going to definitely continue to be able to put in work. Situation with Elijah Moore, and I'm saying to myself, whoa, here we have him moving back to that slot. What are your expectations for him going forward this season? I mean, are you expecting a monster second half of the season for him now being put in a position to really succeed? Because I think he can absolutely eat up corners coming out of that slot. We better, Joe. We better utilize the talent that we have. I mean, I just, I'm a little puzzled still by that whole situation. Um, now that Mims is showing that he's a little more capable of doing a few things, I know he certainly can block on the running game. Um, we really need to see more. Make, I mean, maybe dial up some plays from the floor, but I think Zach's got to get a little more comfortable. Maybe he can spread it around a little bit more. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with Elijah. I really don't. It's just a question that I have to. We'll have to figure out. Maybe, maybe when Zach gets a little more comfortable, we, he can kind of, you know, we can maybe allow more to get more plays involved. I, I, it's such a puzzle, Joe. I, I just, I don't have an answer to that one. You figured he'd be more involved before. This doesn't seem to happen. Yeah, yeah, and that's you know. I, I think that utilizing him within the huge for us. I think that'll be right now. And like he's, you know, gonna probably be back uh, after the bye week. So if we're moving mm-hmm. Elijah Moore out to that slot, I think things will will work out for him. And I think he'll see more success, again, coming out of that slot. Because we've seen Garrett Wilson really have a great game, or have great games, you know, out there on the outside. Mims is being utilized on the outside as well. So I, right. I, I think, again, Elijah Moore coming, you know, not just coming out of the slot, but also getting handoffs too, I think will be big for him. We've seen the Niners utilize Debo like that. We utilize give, mm-hmm. handing him off the ball. He's taking off and running all over the place. So, I think that that's something that LaFleur can, can kind of wind into the offense, especially, again, a guy with the type of talent that Elijah Moore has. I think that, you know, we should see him have plays that are designated for him to get the football. So I'm expecting some things from Elijah Moore going forward. We've seen it in the past. Like, last season, he was great last season right. for us. I mean, he made some big catches right. and had some really solid big games for us. Now, as we continue to talk about this offense, Man, give me your thoughts about Zach Wilson at this point. What is your assessment of him so far this season? Wow, that's a that's a broad question. Uh, I would say, other than the Patriot game, which was a debacle, he has shown signs. He's flashed. Game was obviously his best game. Um, I think a complete game. Um, the fact that he ran finally out of the pocket to me was 
was so obvious to the person watching the games and every week, like as a fan, you would think he would know enough to not see a play and then decide to scramble for yards. But the two runs that he had that he scrambled were, I mean, maybe he's finally feeling a little more comfortable. Maybe his leg, he finally feels more comfortable after the injury that he, Mm -hmm. he can take off. He does need to learn to slide though a little bit more. He's a little erratic. Uh, I don't know if he's nervous or something, but he doesn't seem to slide like, you know, smoothly. Like you watch, um, well, Justin Fields is maybe a better athlete, but you see Justin Fields and certain players that just know when to get down, even Kyler Murray, even though that team is not so good. You could see him like (laughs) totally in control when he he knows when he's sliding. You know, Joe, he just seems more comfortable in the slide. But if we can build on that, Joe, and he can be competent and just do a few more things when necessary, and let's go out and smash the Patriots, and let's get that, that get over that hump. We can get yeah. on a roll. Mm-hmm. What is what is your what is your thoughts on? Because there are some Jets fans that look at him and say, "Okay, he's not throwing for 300 yards a game," and they're saying, "Well." at this point, that they still think that Zach stinks because he's not given that type of production within our system. What do you say to fans that think that? I'm not worried about that, Joe. I mean, look at Josh Allen. He was such a – he was the MVP last week until he wasn't, you know. And, you know, I'll take the 200 yards, take the 170-yard rushing games, especially when the weather gets colder. And, Zach, you know, Tom Brady made a – made a career out of game managing. I mean, I, I'll, we're okay with a game manager until if we got down big in games, we have to, you know, open up the passing game. But if we play, play a con- controlled, complete game and the defense mm-hmm. is solid and the special teams have been solid, especially the kicking game, uh, we got to learn how to kick off again, I guess, after we, you know, we fall down on the first play last week. So. Mm-hmm. We have to go back to the drawing board on that one a little bit. Um, but our field goal kicker has been good. That was a great decision. Um, but let's just go on to New England, and it's going to be weird this week, Joe, not not having a game to you know to watch. I guess I'm going to have to watch the, hopefully the Dolphins lose or somebody else to lose to see, see if we can improve our playoff chances or maybe <laughs> division, maybe our division chances. Let's think yeah. big picture, right? Well, yeah, I mean, look, I, I, just watching us, I, I'm mixed for the bye week because I don't want to see us get healthy. That's a big thing for me as yep. well, especially, again, with, yep. you know, Fant and Max Mitchell, and we just talked about Corey Davis, too, you know, dealing with injuries, yep. and they're, they, they're fighting through them, and you're, all of those guys are supposed to come back, you know, after possibly healthy as well. That's huge for me, and that leads me to my next question for you because I've looked so much at this, at this offense and everything that we can do, who do you think has been the most explosive weapon for us this season? I I guess it has to be Garrett. Uh, it was Reese Hall until he got hurt, but, I mean, I guess at this point it would be Garrett. But I would like to see – I could. I mean, Zach Wilson relied a lot on Garrett last week, but I think there's going to be games when they really – start to double team him and things like that. He's going to have to go to the tight ends and and maybe Elijah Moore. And um, now that we our offensive line is, seems to be stable, 
we can maybe get the tight ends a little more involved and maybe Elijah Moore on the, you know, on the underneath stuff. And maybe Mims can, maybe we can actually get a 50 yard touchdown to Mims one day. That would be nice. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, and I, now that you have Corey Davis back though, be good. Go ahead, Joe. Sorry. No. Yeah. Like you said as well, even Corey Davis coming back, if he can come back healthy, mm-hmm. definitely is going to impact our offense too. And, one of the things that surprised me as well, looking at at this year, we all talked about C.J. Uzama being like the big weapon for us offensively, especially when we signed those two tight ends. And not a lot of people was talking about Conklin. There were some people talking about his impact, but he's really been able to turn into a big safety blanket for Zach Wilson. We saw him, even though the Patriots game wasn't the best for Zach at all, he didn't play very well, we saw him find Conklin mm-hmm. early and often in that game and got the, get the ball to him, and he was able to make a play. He even got a touchdown in that game. What are your thoughts about Conklin's impact offensively for us this season? Joe? We he needs a Zach Wilson needs some kind of outlet, a player to to dump it off in emergencies or short something some short passing that, which is an equivalent mm-hmm. of a run, you know, just something to keep the ball the the um, you know keeping the ball down the field keep it, keeping the offense moving. But I can see now with the offensive line being a little more stable having the running game going that maybe we can be a little more not keep the line, uh, the tight ends in more to block for, for pass protection. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is going to open things up a little bit, a little bit more um, because of the signings of uh, the Nate Herbigs and, and other players. Um, it's a good, it's a good thing to have, you know, that we have a sta- stable line uh, finally. And then we got the uh, running back from Jacksonville who seems to be, a decent back. Yeah, James and Robinson. He's, he's not. He's yeah. yeah. He's not a breeze Hall, but he's. I think he's going to be fine, and I think him and Carter are going to be good. Good enough for us. Yeah. I mean, we don't have to. Fortunately, we lost breeze but he players are stepping up, and we haven't even talked about the defense. But, um, I Joe, let's get over this hump. Let's get. Let's take the week mm-hmm. off. Get over the hump, and we should. We should have beat him the first time, and. Zach, <laughs> you can play a little boring ball. Boring ball can win. Boring ball, ball can win you a lot of games. It so, can. It can. Joe, and, Joe, and that's, Joe. Yeah. Did you watch the Carolina Atlanta snooze fest last night? No, you I want to talk about. Like I heard it was terrible. Okay. It's just it's. <laughs> I heard it was terrible. Three nothing. Three nothing after the first quarter. I mean, there's no. You could see the weirdest thing, Joe. I thought about it last night was that. That was us last year. We couldn't score, we couldn't defend, and we're like lost. We couldn't protect our quarterback. And now I see these teams. I'm like, wow, that's so bad. That was us. You know, that yeah. was us. And so now we're like yeah. completely, complete one season. Just Joe Douglas, uh, between him and Salah, and then the whole staff is. They got to get a heck, heck almost that curse. Sorry, Joe. They have to get a lot of no, yeah, for everything. The big yeah. turnaround. A ton of credit, a ton of credit. And that, mm-hmm. that's, you know, I've been speaking with Jets fans as well. The imprint of Joe Douglas on this team and the, the, mm-hmm. the semblance of talent, especially, again, a lot of the guys that he's drafted are the young guys that are performing. We talk about sauce on yep. a daily basis. We talk about Jermaine Johnson. We talk about Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall before yep. he went down. These are all guys that he's brought in here, Elijah Vera Tucker, all these guys. Yep. And that's what is huge this season or in this era with this staff 
so much so more than, than the McCagnan era. You have guys coming yep. in immediately giving you impact, and they look like guys that you can move forward with for the, for the, you know, for the years to come. These are guys that are really yes, putting in work, and they're getting better every single week, man, every single week. And yes. I absolutely yes. love it. Now, but before I let you go, before I let you go, you mm-hmm. absolutely had a Don't ask me to give you a score, day. Joe. <laughs> Listen, Is that where we're going, me, Joe? No, no, no score. We'll, we'll, we'll okay, have a good, good. For that. <laughs> give, me right, awesome. of, uh, give me your assessment of Coach Sulla and his staff, man, so far. Do you think they've taken a step forward? you know, coming into, coming into the season? Because there's a lot of questions in the offseason about them. Do you think they've taken a step forward this year so far? Hey, Joe. Yeah, Joe, one step back before. Uh, also, the players that Douglas drafted are high-character guys. They want to win. Yep, yep. They have good character. Um, mm-hmm. That's another thing. The coaches, I mean, everyone panicked at the beginning. No, I don't want to say everyone, but a lot of people panicked at the beginning of the year with the – when we, our safeties couldn't cover and Jeff Holberg should be mm-hmm. fired and before can coach mm-hmm. and Salah with the receipts. I, they've come together and the players are playing fantastic. Uh, we look like a well-coached team, Joe. We look like yeah. a well, with talented players for once. We're San Francisco yeah. East. We're the 49ers yeah. East. So, this, and, we and can, we can do what they did. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what I told people, yeah. how we were going to look. We look exactly like the Niners do, but we are on the East Coast here. And that, that's wonderful. Yeah. And that's why even earlier when I was talking to you about fans that are, were saying, hey, Zach Wilson, he still ain't thrown for 300 yards and all these things. See, I'm not worried about that because the system, nope. this system, this Shanahan system is not going to ask a quarterback to do that week in and week out. Jimmy Garoppolo right. has success in this system. Jimmy Garoppolo sucks. We all know that. But guess what? They, they ran the ball hard like they do every single week, yep. and they asked him yep. to make the throws that were necessary, and when he did that, they yep. were winning. This is a team that made playoff pushes with Super Bowl, contender, Super Bowl guys that people looked at as a Super Bowl contender, all that stuff. And we can have that. Yes, By the way, the last time that the Jets ran the football hard, played hard-nosed defense, Right, and you couldn't get around them. Look what happened with us. AFC yeah, 2009. Back to back. Yeah. yeah. This is a successful. Yeah. This is a successful format. Let's roll with it. Yep. By the way. Yep. For those of you that, and, and I'll, I'll let you finish up before I, before I let you go. By the way, let's not act like Zach Wilson didn't go out there and single-handedly win us that Steelers game. Let's not act like he mm-hmm. didn't do that because he did. Yeah. So when the yeah. time comes and we call on him to do things, now he does need to reel it in. We saw the Broncos game. We saw the Patriots game. But we've also seen those flashes of unbelievable greatness out of him as well and being able to carry oh, a yeah. football team on his back as well, uh, the ability to escape all that stuff, extend plays as well. When he's called upon that, we've seen him do that too. But he's just got to be more consistent down the stretch. That's what I think is going to be the big thing. I'll give you the last word before That's I let true. you go, Ted. Yeah, Joe, let's, they figured it out in one week. When you scramble, you don't go backwards. That's the first thing. You never go backwards. Maybe a couple yards, you can go around one guy, but you don't keep going backwards and then, you know, trying to fling it out of bounds and throw picks. So yeah. we got that figured out. Let's, let's, he's got to get, Zach's got to get the Patriot game off of his slate and mm-hmm. the whole team can breathe a sigh of relief. They're, they're tight when they play them. You know what I mean? They they don't seem yeah. 
it's like a it's like a fog over them, you know, like a curse. Mm-hmm. They have to they have to they have to just finally get over that that team and the and the the number of losses they've had and that whole thing and just go out and smash them and just you yeah. know let's put thirty five let's put thirty on them thirty seventeen um what's his name the the Patriot quarterback I can't think of his name from Alabama he's not Mac good. Jones he's he, he's yeah, horrible and they have yeah. hard they hardly have any receivers they have a couple of good players Matt Judon that's what they have. I mean, we, yeah. they were a very well-coached team, but we have so many better players. This is the time, Joe. This is our time. Yeah. So I'll let you be, Joe. I, yeah. <laughs> happy Veterans Day, I'll, Joe. I don't know if my phone cut out in the beginning, but go ahead. Thank you so much. I, like, I, I have sound uh, issues as well, I guess, what's going on here. But, listen, thank you so much, Tam, okay. for calling in. We'll have that show Tuesday, right, and we'll talk about it. Let's enjoy this bye week, all right? You have yourself. All right, Joe. Thirty-four seventeen, Joe. If you want to know my score now. <laughs> have a good evening, Joe. Take care. All right, Joe. you have a good one, Ted. <laughs> Again, salute to everybody watching. We'll keep getting to these lines. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine is the number. Call in. I want to thank everybody again for watching. And talking to me, salutes all the savages. I don't know what was going on with the sound. I think it was YouTube. I'm not sure, but we'll figure. We're figuring it out, so everything's good. All right. Let me know if anything else is going on. Salutes again to all the savages. Val at GVH, all the guys in there, vibes, everybody in there, E Manning, Mr. Magic. Salutes to all of you guys. Letting me know what time it is and what's going on. But we'll keep getting to these lines again. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine is number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next, I'm going to – I think this is Val on the Skype line here. Let's see if this is uh, Val on the Skype line. Salute to you, Is this my guy, Val? Is this my guy, Val? Yes, sir. So, listen, for those of you that don't know, Val – oh, he's a <laughs> – Salutes, Val. Let's I want to go. thank you for calling Let's in. Go. And listen, and thank you for letting me know. You know, YouTube can't handle the heat sometimes. So they be hey, jacking listen, around man, with You know how it is, man. <laughs> Too much heat. Too much heat coming from the phone, man. Sometimes you just can't handle it, Joe. <laughs> man, listen. Man, listen. Look, we're, we're hot. The New York Jets are six and three, right? We're, we're, we're in a bye. We're going into the bye right now. No game this week. Guys are getting healthy. Mm-hmm. We're dealing with the injury to Sheldon Rankins, man. What are your thoughts about him going down four to six weeks with the dislocated elbow? How do you think that will impact the New York Jets defensive front? I mean, listen, man, um, basically piggybacking off of the uh, last caller, man, he said it right. Like, we do have depth. So that's what I love about this mm-hmm. team so far, man. We have a lot of depth, and I feel like, you know, somebody's going to fulfill that role and actually execute because I feel like this defensive line is very – we had to uh, had to get rid of a player not too long ago because we had so much debt that some of the rookies yeah. wasn't even getting no. Oh, so, you know that's the good thing about debt. Yep. So I feel like some next man up. That's how I feel. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's next man well, up, he, man. And when you look at the situation, he definitely can use. Go, go ahead. Oh yeah, no, I'm yeah. Saying, I mean, when, up, but hopefully he comes back <laughs> sooner yeah. than later. Yeah, of course, absolutely. Again, you know, four to six weeks, but. We've, we've heard from Quinn and Williams. He said that, you know, Sheldon Rankins has talked to him and that he's going to come back before the four to six weeks, so we'll see. 
But as you look at this New York Jets team now, man, we're six and three, we're at the bye. What do you yes, believe sir. is our offensive identity, man? What is our offensive identity, Val? Man, ground and pound running that ball. I feel like that's mm. how it is. I feel like this team has been, man, l- listen, like before the season even started, I said we was going to win either six or seven games. I need to see improvement. If we don't, if, if they pass my expectations, I am very happy about that. I just needed to see some improvement, mm. especially off of last year. So I'm happy with what I'm seeing so far. Yeah. Yeah, I am as well. But there's a lot of Jets fans, Val, that are looking at Zach Wilson and thinking that he should be throwing for 300 yards a game. And because he's not doing that, they're saying, hey, you know, I'm sure you've heard as well. There's a lot of Jets fans out there saying that he's a bum, he's a bust, and they're expecting more out of him as far as 300-yard games as the season continues on. Give me your thoughts about that, man. What do you say to those Jets fans that believe that Zach is not doing enough because he's not throwing for 300 yards a game? Now, you know me, um, uh, Joe, I'm not really a big Zach Wilson fan like that either because, listen, I'm I'm a tough critic. I'm like the Kobe Bryant. Like, you know, I, I need you to I, – I need you to – I need to see if you're that guy for us. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And okay. even though this is like a, a – like you were saying, it's like the 49ers ground and pound, I don't want to – I don't want to have a quarterback, us going to the playoffs, and, you know, potentially having that Mark Sanchez situation again. When we go against the Pittsburgh Steelers, where we need that quarterback to come through, he doesn't come through. But Zach Wilson did come through in a couple of games. I will give him that. Mm-hmm. But he has to work on his footwork. He has to work on his accuracy. Just like I've been saying in the chat, those layup passes, we need those layup passes because those mm-hmm. are very important because if you're not taking those layup passes, you're going to put us back, and then we're going to have to punt the ball and get the defense back out there after they did a great job, which they've been doing all season. I am very happy with mm-hmm. that defense. But, yeah, going off of with Zach Wilson, he just needs to play better. And, you know, I just really hope he develops. This is his second year. He officially had his offseason as a pro. So, you know, let's just hope this he, he develops and gets better throughout time, you know, throughout these games. Yeah, you know, look, I I understand that there's a lot of Jets fans that want to see, you know, uh, him throw for 300 yards a game and do all that stuff. And I understand that, and I know Val, you've been a big, <laughs> a big critic of Zach Wilson, and I respect that. I'm a realist as well. Yeah, I've been, a, I've been, a, I'm a realist about Zach as well. But my thing is, I want him to do what's right within the system. Okay, this right. system, it it, 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 it works. And we've seen it. We've seen success. I've, I've, I've told people constantly, I'm stuck on the West Coast. I live here. The West Coast is the best coast. I want to be clear about that. All right, but I watch the Niners week in and week out. I'm forced, okay? I'm forced to do that. So I, I've seen this system. It is very boring. It is very, you know, run heavy, the Shanahan system. But guess what? It's successful. And not asking Zach to do a lot but just make the simple throws and do his thing, I think will be big. But like you said, the footwork has to get better. Also, mm-hmm. the the assessment of defenses or his ability to assess what's going on out there against pressure, I think is going to be huge as well. If he could get better about that down the stretch, that's going to be huge because what uh, yeah what a lot, what a lot of teams have been doing stacking the box, sending pressure at him, and he hasn't been able to get the ball out quick enough or decipher things quick enough to continue our offense to get slows down the field. But, again, we've seen against the Bills, he also utilizes feet to run for first downs, 
So he's getting better at that as time goes on, but he Ford needs to clean that Joe, part of his game up. He ran forward. <laughs> yeah, he ran forward. Time, Joe. He ran forward. So I'm guessing he was listening, you know, after the game, you know. Yeah. He didn't run backwards. Yeah. Ran forward. I'm glad he, he, he ran did. for that he, first down. He ran forward, <laughs> and that's all we needed. Now, now, Val, when you look at our defense, man, Quentin Williams Ooh. is a guy that has stood out. Quentin Williams has stood out this year like crazy. He already has seven sacks, right? Seven sacks already in the season. What are your thoughts about his impact that he's had on the season so far? Pay that man. Pay that man. Yes, we need him back. We definitely need mm. him back, and he's back on his techniques, and he's showing that he has been that guy, and I feel like he is worth the money to bring him back. That's why I didn't want Nick Chubb on um, Bradley Chubbs because I feel like we need mm. to pay the people that been here since day one. And he's been here since mm-hmm. the lowest of lows with the Adam Gates. We know them them days. So he's been sticking around. He's still here. So you know, so I feel like he he's definitely taking that def, that next step. And he's gonna be a Pro Bowl this year. Hopefully, you know, yeah. as time goes on. But he's been killing it. Definitely been killing yeah. it. He was just defensive player of the month not too long ago. Yeah, yeah, he's playing extremely well now. Val, before I let you go, we're six and three. You know, we're we're going to be coming out of that bye again. Oh, we have a so game CJ coming Mosley up. We'll, we'll, we'll I talk. feel like a lot of people sleep on C.J. Mosley as well, so we have to give C.J. Mosley as well yep. credit as well. He's been killing it, for sure. Yeah, he's been playing well, too. He's been playing well, too. Now, with those guys playing the way that they have been, we're 6-3 and three now. Again, we're at the bye. Have your expectations been raised to the point where you think the New York Jets should be in the playoffs absolutely this season? Oof. Yo, is it playoff? Is it playoff? I'm just having we have a discussion. I've already been, listen, Val, I have already talked to multiple Jets fans that are saying, dude, it's playoffs or bust this year. They better make the playoffs mm-hmm. or this, or this mm-hmm. season is a complete failure. Give me your thoughts, man. Is it playoff or bust for you, Val? Man, like I said at the beginning of this season, with six and seven wins for this team, for me, for my expectation, but if they pass it, I am happy. Now, we are at the standpoint. I want us to make the playoffs. If we make the playoffs, I will be so happy we could finally take – we haven't been to the playoffs in a decade. It's been since the Lakers won the championship with Kobe Bryant. You know, that was a very good year. <laughs> but <laughs> it's been a long time. So I want to make the playoffs so bad, but we have to take every game at, at step. We can't sleep on no team. I don't care – if it's the Chicago Bears, we cannot sleep on their t- at their team. I see a lot of play- um, I see a lot of um, content creators saying, "Oh yeah, we're not worried about the Dolphins' defense and everything." No, we cannot sleep on no team. We have to take every team yeah. serious until we get to that point. That's that's what that's my take. I feel like we could. Yeah, I'm. I'm I feel like we can. Well, we can as well, man. I mean, the way that this football mm-hmm. team is looking and playing that that Bills game, that's playoff caliber football. Going out there, taking yes, care sir. of business, even with the stoppage and all that stuff, we never stop. We keep moving. So, again, I'm a game-by-game game type of guy. Okay, I will Me say too. that. I want to see us continue on, but I can't lie. This this team looks like it could it could end up in the playoffs. But, again, I'm a game-by-game, weak kind of guy. But, Val, I got to continue on. We got callers. I got to slide off. I want to thank you for calling in. Next, next time I have a show, man, I want to hear from you. Go ahead. I, I wanted to touch on Elijah Moore. I feel like I'm glad that he's on the spot. Oh, well, go, he should have been in the spot. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I wanted to touch on Elijah Moore. He hasn't touched the ball since the Dolphins game, and that's that's been a long time. And he he should been a 
he should have been in the spot in a long time ago. I feel like he's um he's he's a little shorter, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of hard for Zach to give him the ball. So as um as he's being in the slot, I feel like he's gonna see him a lot more. He's gonna give him a lot more targets as well too, because he's a, he has a lot of talent. So, but yeah, other yeah. than that, man, I can't wait, man. And thanks for the call and happy Veterans Day to you, um Joe. And like and subscribe to Joe, man. I love the show, man. Absolutely. Listen, thank you so much, Val. Thank you so much. You have yourself a good night, my friend. Listen, we're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. Salutes to everybody in the chat. Salutes to all the savages. Salutes to everybody out there listening. You know what I'm saying? We're keeping it flowing. We're keeping it moving. You know what I mean? We got everything going on. We're six and three. The Jets are at the bye, and I am fired up, man. I'm fired up. So let's keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all calls. Next, I'm going to my guy, Rusty. Rusty, we're coming directly to you. Chris, Atlanta, my guy, Bill, hold on a second. Jersey as well, 973, hold on. We'll get to everybody, all right? Salutes to my guy, Rusty. For those of you that do not know, Rusty, oh, he's a savage. We're coming directly to my guy. Listen, Rusty, salutes, all right? We got a lot to talk about, man, okay? Look, this New York Jets team, 6-3, and three, we're at the bye. Things are looking real good for us. Give me your thoughts, man, on Zach Wilson. What is your assessment of him so far at this bye during the season? Salutes, Joe. Salutes, fellow savages. And uh, thank you, too, Joe, for your service. And, uh, you know, welcome home. No problem, man. Much appreciated. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Absolutely. And um, as far as with Zach, uh, I think he's – dude, he's progressing. That's all we can ask for. And if you go for, you know, if people like to do those mirror things, what is it? Uh, Josh Allen, for his first 18 games, how Zach just ended, they're mirror images. Like, mm-hmm. almost, it's it's pretty scary how it, it's pretty much the same. So he's been trending up, and uh, I, I think, you know, I hope that he's better than Josh Allen, as all of us should be as well, I'm pretty sure. But, uh I think you know he's what? What is he? Five and one? Is that what his yeah. record is so far? Yeah. 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 So it's not one and five. So that's good. It's what areas do you think he I, needs to improve in, Rusty? Uh, dump offs, decision making, the farvish. <laughs> like you know, I, I love that you know he wants to <laughs> deliver and his go getter, but that farvish stuff, man, that terrifies me. You know, like running backwards, mm-hmm. thinking, you know, he can just thread an absolute needle and just, you know, throwing stuff up. And, you know, he's he's like wild things, sort of. A, what do they call it? Hawk actually said that. You know, i got to get credit for the name of it. But he's like wild thing. Like, what's that guy's name? Vince Vaughn from uh, the baseball movie. You know, he's crazy. I think mm-hmm. he just needs glasses and it'll be a little bit better. But he's uh, – it's good because when you rear him back, he can see it. And he acknowledged it, you know, after the Patriots game, and it showed on Buffalo. You know, if it wasn't mm-hmm. for, you know, the Skycam gate, I don't think that fumble happens, that other stuff. Because we were delayed, what was it, like 12, 12, 16 minutes? 
and it obviously like messed with yep. us. Yeah, it messed our flow up. It gave that the Bills rest, and uh, I'm glad it backfired and it turned them into the Mizra Bills. So, you know, go kick rocks, Buffalo. It's good. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Happy with that outcome. We were able to get out of there. Yeah, we were able to get out of there with a W, but one of the things that came out of that game as well, again, you know, Zach, Zach did what it took there, definitely moved his feet. We also saw an injury to Sheldon Rankins out four to six weeks. Give me your thoughts, this dislocated elbow. What kind of impact do you think that has on the Jets' front? Do you think we have players that will be able to step up in his absence? I think it might be a blessing in disguise, man. Honestly, like, it's mm. terrible. Like, I love Rankins. Really? But, like, uh, yeah, it's okay. hit me out a little bit just because now, what was it, all season? JFM and Q have never been next to each other whatsoever. JFM is a crazy good defensive tackle. And they always put him at, you know, defensive end, or he's never in there with Q. Now he's going to be there with Q. So mm. it it might be even more of a terrifying defense. I'm just saying, mm. you know, I would, you know, lead towards like 51% to 49 on that. So I, that's how I feel. But okay. I think I mean, it's, it's it, you know. yeah, you know. I'm trying to look on the upside yeah. of it, but it, it sort of makes sense in that way because – JFM is a crazy good tackle, and yeah. what, how are you gonna if you double team Q now JFM is by himself? Because what are you gonna do about our defensive ends? Where where are you, what are you gonna mm-hmm. do now? And yeah. you put Lawson in there with Johnson, and you, or you put him in there with Clement uh, Clemens, or just the other amount of guys. It's literally like you know it's like a butcher block. You just chop and all the team's heads off. And it's just a rolling thing of butcher knives, like Salah said. It's pretty crazy, man. And it's just yeah, you know, progressing. What, what, yeah, what's been impressive to me as well is our our rotation has been very solid. Uh, again, I, I personally believe that th- it's going to suck losing Sheldon Rankins, of course. But yes. I think we have other guys that will be able to step up and, and play solidly. Of course, I'm not asking for the mm-hmm. same type of production from, you know, Nathan Shepard or Tenziel Smart. Again, those guys are good. I think they'll be able to hold the fort. But we still got guys. Again, we, we talk about our pass rush. I don't think it's going to completely fall off. We got Lawson. We got Jermaine Johnson. We got Michael Clemens, Bryce Huff, who's played extremely well this yeah. year as well. But for me, one of the guys has been extremely impressive coming into this season, especially with all the pressure that's been on him. Quentin Williams. I remember at one point, and I'm sure you remember as well, Rusty, in the offseason, there was some Jets fans talking about trading him. Remember that? Like, I, I wasn't. I, there was I mean, I wasn't about, about trading him, but there I was, was about calling him Baby Huey. No, no, no. I didn't take him. You know, as he he had to step it up, and boy, did he ever. You know, I was. That's why yeah, I do, for the past couple of years, I've been calling him Baby Huey, but I don't anymore. I call him Q. <laughs> you know, yeah. Is, there was. It's, there, it's let, there. Let me tell you something. There was. There was. I ate that humble pie. At one good. point, talking about. Yeah, there were some Jets fans at one point talking about trading the guy, saying, hey, you know, he I don't know if he's a guy we can go forward with. And he's come out and shown us, like, serious talent. This guy's been dominant this season, played very well. He's already got seven sacks this year. Give me yeah. your thoughts about – give me your thoughts about him, man. How do you feel about the way that he's been able to play so far in the interior? It's, it's crazy. It really – like – I'm I'm happy. Cause I'm beyond thrilled because it's us, 
And, mm-hmm. you know, I, if it's a humble pie that I have to eat, I'll eat the whole entire thing as I'm doing. I'm cool with it. You know, I didn't mm-hmm. – and if we were going to trade, I was – I wasn't wanting to trade him because, of course, you know, he produced in that way, but just had that hype in a way to me. And then he changed. He really did. You know, he doesn't laugh like as he used You know what I mean? And then on the sidelines, I think, like, when he really snapped and, you know, he was just like, and I had enough. And he didn't blow up on the coach but did at the same time. And it's just like mm-hmm. that, that might have been that extra, you know, just little – straw that broke the camel's back just to get him like what what we're seeing now because yes oh man he's taking the nfl by storm and people it's crazy they're, yeah. they're not talking about aaron donald as much and yeah. they're talking about you that's yeah. weird i mean in he, a good way dude, but. he has he has been dominant like he has really played some great football this season now my final question before i let you go Rusty, you've been bringing some heat Look, there's a lot of Jets fans saying that this is a this is a playoff team, and they're saying we should absolutely be in the playoffs. They're demanding it. When you look at this Jets team, you look at what we've been able to do so far. Have your expectations been raised to playoff caliber? They've definitely like I don't if if say because there was that one year if you remember when the Patriots they didn't get into the playoffs and they were like what eleven and five or something. If we wound mm-hmm. up eleven and six and not in the playoffs, I'd be pissed, but not you know like we'd be eleven and six. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. But as far as we have to have a, a five hundred, we have to have an above five hundred for the next half of the season. That's a must. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, I want you know, of course, I would definitely want the division. There would be disappointment, but then you know, if we look in the rearview mirror just of last year, it's already. And, and you know, and I expect better, you know, like what we're doing now and how, you know, it's going. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you could probably put me in that category of the playoffs, you know. But oh, uh, okay. I, I want I want us to be more of a, you know, above 500 for the next half. And in a dominant fashion, too, not getting, like, blown out. You know, have the team, like, if, if somehow the other team win, like, they're, they're limping out. You know what I mean? Like, they yeah. got some – they're all messed up and – not looking good for him, so that's that's what I uh, that's what I hope. And then after that, just because it's it's a mentality, it's just completely just 180. And it's I've been a Jet fan forever, and I'm pretty sure you have. It's you know over 30 years, so they've never seen anything like this. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, and it's a uh, it's, it's a confidence phenomenal. thing without arrogance, or you know, yeah, it's like it, yeah. it's a self self thing. Like it's it's they they get offended if it doesn't accomplish the goal and it's each individual and then everyone works together. It's pretty amazing. We're working yeah. as one. Well, listen, Rusty, I got to get back to these lines. we got callers again. I want to thank you for calling in next time I have a show. I want to hear from you. Yes. All right, my friend. Absolutely fan. And, uh, you know, shout out to the savages and salute again to you, Joe. Uh, thank you again. Uh, not just only on today, but all the time. Thank you for what you did. And, uh, you know, step out for our country. So Absolutely. Thank you so much, my friend. You have yourself a good one. Again, 515 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers and you. Call in. Please be patient. We're going to get to everybody. All right? All right? 
sounds good, everything's good, you know what I'm saying? We getting things rolling. Salutes to everybody, salutes to all the savages. My guy GVH in the chat salutes as well. He says, Joe, what do you think we do with our wide receiver situation should, I guess, Corey Davis come back? Should we dress six? Should we sit uh, Jeff Smith? Uh, you know, if we sit Jeff Smith, what position takes a hit? Uh, if we dress six, what position takes a hit? Uh, same can be said on returning O-line. Uh, I definitely think that that's what probably is going to happen. Corey Davis, if he comes back and he's fully healthy, I could see Jeff Smith maybe being the all guy out. I don't know. There's a lot of people talking about Denzel Mims possibly going back to being inactive. Uh, I don't know if we, I want to see that either because, again, he's a guy that's really – we've seen some really positive plays from Mims so far, really positive plays. He had a big catch in that Bills game on third down, I think it was third and five, that kept that drive alive. And we've seen him do other things as well this season, have really big catches, make big plays, be very effective in the blocking game as well. Uh, one of Brees Hall's big runs, Denzel Mims had a big block in that game. So, you know, I don't know what, how they're going to juggle it, but I think when Corey Davis comes back, it's going to be an interesting situation. But I could see them, you know, keeping Mims active. I think he, he's been playing really solid this year. So we'll get back to these lines again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. We're getting back to these lines. Listen. I'm getting to my guy, Chris. Chris, I'm coming directly to you. All right? I want to hear from my guy, Chris. Salutes to you, okay. Chris. I want to thank you for calling in. Listen, Chris, we're talking, man. We're 6-3. and three. We're at the bye. We're enjoying ourselves, seeing what happens with the Jets going forward. Salutes to, again, all the savages, Ronald Perry, Phenom, everybody in the chat. Listen, what is your assessment of Zach Wilson, man? How do you feel about him at this point in the season? I just think Zach uh, maybe not be – I don't know if he's 100% because the way he's running and stuff, if you have surgery during the year, I don't know if this guy's playing 100%, but I just know that he likes bigger targets. And I know that, um, like, Corey, Corey Davis come back, you should be getting some of those, uh, those you know, those long passes that everyone's talking about and, you know, you, you should get. But I don't know if Zach's 100%. That's that's one of the things I looked at when he was running. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So that's one thing you need to look at is if he's playing 100%. He may be 80, 85, but I don't see the bounce and stuff in, in terms of his, when he's running and stuff like that. You don't really see that like you did you know, prior to the injury. So I don't know. Hmm. Well, I mean, to me, he looks like – He's fine. He's out there. He's making throws. Uh, he came back against the Steelers. He looked fine to me. He's running around out there making plays. He's escaping. He's throwing. Now, what makes you think that? Is it the decision making? Is it what it is? Because if if that's the thing, now he's just he's he's made some bad decisions this year. We saw yeah. it against the Broncos. We we saw it against the the Patriots. Where especially against the Broncos, the running back spinning around. That I mean shows the athletic ability, but it also shows you know that upstairs he's got a. He's got to start processing things faster against pressure. Yeah, it just seems like last year, when even when they were blitzing him, when there was a lane, he would take it. You know, now he's kind of hesitant to take that lane. You know, and I don't know if it's because he won't want to get hit, he doesn't want to get banged. But last year, if that well, lane was open, he that lane. Well, like I mean, last season he was getting hit a lot. He was getting hit a lot yeah. last season as well because he was holding on to the football. I, Look, I I don't. There hasn't been a lot of lanes this season I've seen for him to take off where he didn't necessarily take it and go. I think a lot of the issues this season was either him 
holding on to the football too long or running running outside of the pocket for whatever reason yeah. and trying to force footballs down the field. That's been the yeah. biggest mistakes that I've seen him make. You go Again, go back to that, that Patriots game. Go back to that Broncos game. That's what he was doing. When he threw those interceptions yeah. in that Patriots game, that, that second one where he lost it, that was such a stupid throw, but it's because he's trying to force things and he's trying to force himself into making plays. That's what I think has been the biggest hindrance to him this season, Chris. I agree with you on that. I think that I think he'll 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 get it like the last game, and uh, I think he'll be fine going forward. I think that um, he's he's getting better, which is good. Uh, so I think mm-hmm. that the best thing get Zach Zach Wilson to come, which is a good thing for us. Yeah. What are your thoughts about Elijah Moore being moved to the slot? Are you expecting offensive explosion out of him? You know, the second half of the season after the bye. I think he has a lot to prove. Uh, you know, he, he better, uh, you know, he has a lot to prove from, you know, his teammates and, you know, if he wants to be that guy, he has a lot to prove. I mean, when he gets the mm-hmm. boys electric, so if he, he gets it, watch out, watch out, <laughs> which is good. I mean, this guy has a lot to prove. He's got a chip on his shoulder and you want guys like that wanting the ball and playing chips on his shoulder and have something to prove. So he's going to get the ball, of course. So. I mean, he's got to live up to those expectations. So let's see Elijah do what he got to do, you know, because now now he's going to be the guy. He's got to deliver. Yeah. When you look at this New York Jets defense, man, how impressed have you been with the secondary, particularly Sauce Garner this season? Uh, Sauce, you know, I was talking to uh, my dad about Sauce Gardner, and one of the things I said is that a rookie – there's, I don't know if there's ever been a rookie that's been, like, eligible for MVP votes. You know, I don't know. He came in the MV, NFL and, and actually gets some kind of MVP votes. But if the, when the Jets make the playoffs, and I said win, because I really do expect them to get to the playoffs, uh, I think mm, okay. is gonna, he's one of the best. I mean, Joe, he's one of the best I've ever seen. And I've seen, like, Lester Hay. I go back. I go like, you know, Dion. Mm-hmm. I got the only guy that had that kind of effect was Dion. He, he you okay. you came in there you you knew like Dion Sanders was was that guy. Even Deaton Revis when he was his when he when he first came in, I mean he got torched by Randy Moss, uh, you know, a couple of times, but I don't think Sauce can be I don't think anybody can be I, Sauce is something I've never seen before, man. So, yeah, uh, I mean, look, yeah. I'm not going to say you know, Randy is Randy. I, mean, <laughs> I don't want to go crazy, crazy, but I'll tell you what, Sauce has been amazing this season. Like you said, and, I, and I'm always hesitant to give rookies this type of praise, but, man, he is playing on an all-pro, Pro Bowl level. I, he yeah, is. I've never, I mean, he's just – dude, he, he's a rookie corner who is matching up with good wide receiver, top wide receiver week after week after week – doesn't shy away from it, goes straight into the fire, and is coming out and playing well. I mean, he had a big interception against the Bills. He's, had, he's, he's made big plays this season. I think he's just off the charts phenomenal. I'll give you the last word. Go ahead, uh, uh, Chris. Yeah, I've never seen that before, man. I mean, I was watching, I was like, wow, this guy is, this guy is something else. <laughs> yeah, really, he is. So, I don't know. He is, he's, he's absolutely unbelievable, Chris. Unbelievable. So, my final question before and I let for, you go, man. And he's for the moment. Go ahead. He's, he's in the moment. He's in the moment. Like, he knows what time it is. <laughs> he knows it's front. That's why I said that only guy that came across like that was Deion Sanders. Like, he knew the 
spotlights on and everything. And he was ready for it. Yeah. So yeah. Ross is ready for the challenge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Now, my final question before I let you go, Chris, you look at this Jets coaching staff. Have you been impressed so far with Robert Sulla? What are your thoughts about them? Uh, what are your thoughts about Sulla and his staff so far this season? Do you think they've been able to step up and really take a step forward as a coaching staff this year? Yes, I, I do. Robert Sala is, uh, uh, you know, I think it's going to be a good coach here. Uh, I just hope that the Jets put uh, enough around that and keep building upon giving this guy as much as he can to succeed. You know, we've had good mm-hmm. defenses in the past, good defensive coaches. We've had years where we've actually done good under Rex Ryan, under Herman Edwards, under defensive guys. But I think uh, Salah sees a little bit of a difference, and I think he, you know, from from I think he's talking to Rex on the on the uh, <laughs> on the phone. So I mean, it's a different attitude. Mm-hmm. So you could the the the, the difference uh, about what what's going on, man. And um, my last thing is like the Jets defensive line with Sheldon Rankin. You said I really want to see mm-hmm. Tenzel Smart and Jonathan Marshall get a shot. I, you know, I called Bryce Huff. I knew Bryce Huff. I saw Bryce Huff in in, in college. And Bryce Huff was a beast in college with rushing the passer and everything. I knew this guy was going to be a good guy. I feel the same way about Jonathan Marshall and, and Danzo Small. I think they're going to be good players. I, I don't know if Sheldon – one of the things that we, we lack in as far as the run game is guys run on us, man. I mean, mm-hmm. it's going to – you know, I think Tenzo Small, when well, I saw him in the, in, the, in the preseason and Jonathan Marshall, yeah. they're quick to the ball. They're run stoppers. And I think if you put these guys in, you're going to get a good effort. I mean, I'm, I'm very surprised they're not on the, on the on the starting lineup, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I mean, we'll we'll see going forward. Again, you know, Sheldon Rankin's dealing with that that uh, dislocated elbow. We'll see if they call those guys up. But I'm telling you, I think Nathan Shepard and the other guys that we have as well are going to be able to fill in as well. Solomon Thomas, especially, is going to be within that rotation. Yeah. These are guys that can fill that spot. So I think we'll we'll be all right. But, again, i got to get back to these lines again, Chris. Thank I want to thank you for calling in tonight. You have yourself a good one, my friend. All right, thank you. Go Jets. Absolutely. Let's go. Go Jets, man. Again, we'll keep getting to these lines. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next, I'm going to 973. 973, I'm coming directly to you, Bill 718. We'll get to you in just a second. 973, I'm coming directly to you. You're looking like a new caller. Give me your name, where you're from, and give me your thoughts on Zach Wilson so far this season. What is your assessment of him at the bye week? Nine seven three. Yo. Nine seven three. Going once. Yes, I can hear you. You can hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh snap! What up, Joe? What's going on, man? Give me, give me your name, where you're from. Give me your thoughts about. It's a Brick City Jets fan. Oh, Brick City. What's going on, my guy? Hold on. This is Brick City. I need you to come closer to your phone, my friend. I don't know if you got some headset on or what's going on, but come closer to your phone. Yeah, All right. Deal, All right. Well, deal, deal that up. I'm sorry. All right. Well, deal that up and come closer to your phone because I, I, I want to talk to you. All right. Now, listen here. I want to have some discussion with you about Zach Wilson, man. 
Give me your thoughts about his play so far this season. Again, we've seen him kind of be up and down a little bit, but we've seen flashes of greatness. That Steelers game I thought he was phenomenal in. You know, he continued yeah. to play on. He's 5-1 at this point. We saw him in the Dolphins game just play within the system. He did have two bad games, Broncos, Patriots. Give me your assessment of Zach Wilson at this point, man. I think Zach Wilson, if he, you know, like he distributed in the um, Bills game without thinking too much, I think we have a uh, franchise quarterback on our hands. He just, you know, okay. he got the arm, he got the mobility. Um, all really got to do is quick throws, not make the uh, boneheaded turnovers. And who knows, man, you know, I've been lucky so far this season, brother, as the way we going, if we beat New England next week, and I believe we will, I believe we will, because I didn't call last time. I didn't call last mm-hmm. time. Oh, you know me. I want all the smoke, man. I want all the smoke. <laughs> we beat New England. I guarantee a push maybe to the Super Bowl this year, brother. I feel it in my spirit. Something Whoa. is brewing at one chest drive. I did not say that. Brick City said that, okay? I'm not going to start talking Super Bowl. I, I've told people I'm not even ready to talk playoffs yet. Okay, I know there's a lot of Jets fans out there talking. I'm not ready to talk about that yet, but Brick City is I mean, Super Bowl. I mean, now this is the reason why I say this. You know, okay, let's take it back to the Rex and Ryan Silver, right? This team, you know, we, we got more talent than we had in 09, but I look at it like this. What was, what was Rex Ryan's main weakness? He never had a pass rush. Imagine if we had a pass rush coming off the edge. We probably would have won two Super Bowls by now. We got we got interior yeah. line pass rush. We got uh, pass rushes outside the defensive ends. We got depth finally for the first time in a very long time. Yeah. Uh, I believe in Sauce Gardner. I've been preaching for the Sauce uh, for a very long time. Me and my brother have been discussing that. Uh, DJ Reed should definitely definitely be up there in the Pro Bowl. Uh, if Sauce don't win a uh, defensive rookie of the year, we got robbed. We got robbed. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Uh, it yeah. all depends on the on Jack, Zach Wilson in the offense and Mike LaFleur and, and how the play call is going. I mean, we've been rushing, running the ball very uh, efficiently lately. Um, adding James Robinson was a great, great addition. Um, imagine that yep. three-headed monster next year, man. Hall. I mean, excuse me, um, uh, Hall and, and, and Robinson and, Car- and Michael Carter. And Carter. That, that, that yep. is going to punish teams ground and pound. Zach and Zach, yeah. I feel like will have a better second half uh, in his, his sophomore campaign because he had a good uh, rookie uh, rookie uh, second half of his rookie campaign. The, the kid is getting getting it together. Uh, we did. I know the word patience around here is a little taboo amongst the Jet community, but but listen to the Brick City Jet fan, man. I've been around since '96. Um, I'm like a new generation OG. I know all the OGs out there like Green Bean and others have been around longer than I have, and they definitely deserve a championship. We all deserve a championship, man. I'm mad, mad. I remember the missed field goal in, in Pittsburgh back in uh, 04. I remember Denver mm-hmm. in 98. I remember 09 and, and getting screwed again in Pittsburgh in, in 2010. You know, we mm-hmm. have to beat New England. We have to get that monkey off our back. Mm-hmm. And we got to do the referee as well. It just seems like, yeah, you know, in the NFL, there's nothing in the problem. And it sticks with me. Yeah. It sticks with me. We put the pressure on these guys. They're not good. I'm saying this right now. They're not good. They're
I, there was a yeah. call, oh, my goodness, against the Patriots. Mac Jones literally dropped his head and shoulder into C.J. Mosley, and they called helmets to help yeah, well, C.J. Mosley. Like, what is right he supposed to do? Right off the he was a runner. It wasn't like he was in a sliding motion. He was trying to, he lowered mm-hmm. his shoulder and try to truck CJ Mosley over. Uh, good luck with that, uh, Matt Jones. Good luck with that. Let's <laughs> um, talk about CJ Mosley for a second. The guy, even though, you know, for yeah. his first two years with us, you know, the injury and him coming back and everything, we had questions about him and his ability, not his leadership, not his mental, but even playing phenomenal. Yeah. He's really the leader yeah, of the yeah. locker room. He's really, he's really a dog in that defense, and he's really bringing that Baltimore-like mentality mixed with Salah's Seattle uh, Legion of Boom mentality to us. And we're just a couple pieces away. I mean, we got the pass rushers. Like, yeah. I, I know the draft was very long away. I don't want to take everybody too much of everybody's time. But I really feel like we got the corners. I feel like we need to add a, a free safety, a, a cover safety. I feel like maybe yeah. uh, sprinkling some covered linebackers. Um, we got guys yeah. that can hit well, stuff think... around. We got guys like, you know, Quan Alexander, sideline to sideline guys. But um, Quincy, uh, Quincy Williams has been doing very, very well, another unsung hero. Um, I think we, if we yep. add a couple of uh, pass coverage linebackers, I think we'll be good. I think we'll be good. Yeah, I, I think mean, we'll be fine. That's, that's that's the yeah, that's something I think that, that Joe Douglas is going to look at, especially, again, when you look at the age of C.J. Mosley. He cannot play forever. We're still, you know, uh, the contract and stuff is going to continue to get worked on because, again, I know they restructured, but that deal, <laughs> that deal is that deal. Yeah. So we're going we're gonna to continue to figure things going on, figure things that are, you know, going to be going on going forward with him. Now, my final question before I let you go, Brick, you've been bringing some heat. Is there a player – that you've been disappointed in so far that you expect to really take the, you know, really start to do better and have more of an impact going forward after this bye week? Oh, that's an easy one, brother. That's Elijah Moore. That's Elijah mm. Moore. That's Elijah Moore. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really feel like he's been around some bad companies, some guys that are self about self and not about the team. Cause this guy is, yeah. is, is explosive. He's very shifty in a slot. Um, I understand his frustrations. Um, I, I don't understand. I mean, everybody got to eat. Everybody got to eat. And he got to understand maybe, you know, he wasn't in the game plans. Maybe sometimes you have to be a decoy. Um, sometimes mm-hmm. you have to draw those double coverage to free up a Garrett Wilson, to free up a Corey Davis, uh, to free up yeah. uh, somebody uh, coming down in, um, in the uh, underneath routes. You know, he just he's a young guy. Uh, I really feel like it will show – how his mental toughness will be going forward. And I really hope that uh, LaFleur and the offensive coaching staff have put him back in the slide. I know there's been some talks uh, the last couple of days. I think Solid did an interview, if I was correct, and saying he's going to be in the slot going forward. Yeah. I feel like him yeah. and uh, Barrio can split those, you know, slot reps. I mean, because that's, that's mm-hmm. a scary that's a scary offense. If the offensive line can hold – imagine Beckton healthy. Imagine Mitchell healthy. Yeah. Imagine LBT yeah. healthy. We will really be a force to be reckoned with, my brother. I really, truly uh, believe that. I really, truly believe that. We're, we're just on the cusp of it. And if we can pull it together, I've seen things. I see things happen. Look at the Bengals. They, I mean, they went to the Super Bowl because of sheer talent they have and everything, but we're better than them guys. And I feel like we, if we Ooh. meet them in the playoffs, we're beating them. I feel like we meet Kansas City, we're beating them. 
because we're right now we're being we're uh, road warriors this year. Something I haven't seen yeah. since '09. We played in it um, you know that that a little playoff run, but we we got pass rushers. We got we got guys yeah. that can cover. We we got some guys that can hit. It's just it's just the offense got to put it together. Zach got to you know see the moment. I would and I know he had. He's the moment um, plenty of times this season, Pittsburgh, Miami, mm-hmm. Buffalo. So all these haters in ESPN, all these haters that want to keep crapping on our team can kick rocks because they're going to eat a lot of crow. And I'm talking to you, Brady Quinn, because you did. Oh, my bad. You was a jet for like a cup of coffee. <laughs> listen, listen, you're bringing the heat right now, Brick City Salute. Thank you. Listen, I want to thank Brick City for calling in. We're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is number. Call in next. I'm going to 718. 718, we're coming directly to you. Jake, Bill, 973, we'll come to you in a second. 718, you're looking like a new caller. Give me your name, where you're from, and give me your thoughts about Zach Wilson so far this season. What is your assessment of him at the bye? Hey, Joe, uh Phenom from the Bronx, New York. I talked to you earlier uh, in the season. And um, uh, just a big shout-out to you and the Savages. Um, Absolutely. Bro, I mean, bro, bro, bro. Talk to us, Phenom. Talk to us. Yeah, yeah, Brick City brought it, man. He mentioned something that really hit home with me. He talked about being a road warriors. And so yeah. uh, let me tell you my story of the season. I actually went to Pittsburgh. I was at the Pittsburgh game in Pittsburgh. And um, he talked about Zach Wilson as a quarterback, and he he said some things. But there's been some consistency with this team this year. We've had a pass rush. The running game has been playing well. Three phases of the game we've been playing, offense, defense, and special teams. This has been a really great team effort. When was the last time you had a – a jet team that was getting turnovers on defense yep. like they have. Yep. I mean, just just so many things. How about the how about the great job by the general manager when the season before when you lose Makai Becton, it seemed like the season went left. They did that didn't happen this year. They filled in the patches, man. And then you know, last but not least, uh Brees Hall. Easily a guy who could have been rookie of the year. Goes down. Yeah. You're filling that hole too. So um, there's been a lot of people doing a lot of good work. Let me say this. Um, the running game, when you, get, when you give Zach Wilson, and I was at Pittsburgh, when you give Zach Wilson a balanced attack and give him a chance to, to, to throw the ball down the field, he can do it. He can really do it. And his mobility is his is his, is his superpower and also is his – he has some – um, be able to contain that because he can get out of the pocket and he can run for a first down. Get out of the pocket yeah. and get out of bounds or, or throw the quick pass. So he's still maturing as a quarterback. And, and I think we have to – this is a team that can grow a long way. I don't think – we have – you. I think we know we haven't seen the best in the offense. The defense has been elite all season long. This is probably one mm-hmm. of the greatest defenses I've seen. And I've been around for – I was born in 62, so I've seen it. I've mm. seen the champion teams. I've seen it. And um, uh, there's a lot of – we can hang our hats on a lot of things this year. Um, yeah. And going back the, to what Brick City said. Though, 
I, I don't mean to break, uh, cut you off there, but the thing for me, though, and you talked about Zach Wilson getting outside and, and getting outside the pocket and showing us the athletic right. ability, the ability to get the right. ball out and stuff, but he's right. just got to reel that in sometimes, and, and I talked with Brick City about it, or and other callers, too. He can't force yeah. footballs where they don't belong. No, no. He's got I agree. that elusiveness, all that stuff, but he's got to play within the system. And I think, again, we've seen that in the Steelers game, but he played within the system against the Packers. We took that game. He played in the, sure. within the system within the sure. Dolphins, played very solidly, sure. found guys. We, sure. So he can do that too, but he's got to be very, very controlled and concise right. with his decision-making and be careful with the football. I, I agree 100%. He can, we're, we're, he can be a game manager. Being a game manager is fine. We win football games, that's fine with me all day long. Look, get the play. It's just like he's a point guard in basketball. Get the playmakers the ball. That's what, you're a point guard. You, you, you're you're mm-hmm. getting your, your best people involved, and you're not forcing it. Sometimes you have to run for yep. the first half. Sometimes you have to run the football. Sometimes you have to throw the short one rather than the long one. You, you, you throw to the guy who's open, not the guy who wants to get the ball. Look, this, this, yeah. this is the ultimate team game, and the Jets can win. So my, my, I'm going on the road. I'm going, I'm going to Minnesota. I just booked this trip. Look, this is, uh, this is a special season for us. You know, um, there might not be a tomorrow. We don't know what's going on with Beckton. We don't know what's going on with AVT. We gotta, we gotta strike while the iron is hot. Um, I'm not promising Super Bowls, but I expect to see I expect to see the Jets in the playoffs. And if they don't, they would have had a great okay. season, but it would have still been disappointing. Um, okay. you know, Joe, you you are the savages, man. You guys are on top, man. So keep on doing <laughs> your thing, man. And peace to you, my brother. Listen, salute. Thank you for calling in, Phenom. This is a phenomenal call. <laughs> Again, I want to thank Phenom for calling in, man. They're bringing the heat. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. Again, wherever you're watching me from, please give the stream a thumbs up, okay? And also subscribe if you have not subscribed. Hit that notification bell as well. Uh, I want to thank everybody that does that. Uh, and I want to thank everybody, you know, that, that's, that's listening and calling in. Salutes. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next, I'm going to my guy, Bill. Jake973 will come to you in a second. Salutes, Bill. I want to thank you for calling in. Listen, Bill, Bill has some takes. And I want to get your thoughts on this, Bill. The New York Jets are moving Elijah Moore to the slot. How are you feeling about that, man? Hey, Joe, hope you're doing well, man. Who would ever thought we'd be 6-3 and three at this point? Nobody. But they're, yeah. they're right now. <laughs> they're right yeah. now. We're going to yeah. keep it going. When you look at Elijah Moore in the slot, I got to tell you, we go back and look. Um, I don't I don't know at this point if it's going to make a lot of difference where you put him. If Zach doesn't get his head on straight. So you could put him uh, on the bench. You could put him in the concession stand. I don't think it's going to matter until Zach <laughs> – keeps getting along by following by following the script. He had a great okay. game last week when he followed the script. He didn't get all crazy. Mm-hmm. I think the guys, you look back at him in Utah or uh, BYU, he made a living just rolling it out, finding his receiver downfield, just throwing the ball at those receivers. Those days are over. He's not playing against New Mexico State anymore. And I think that he yeah. had to learn that. Everything he saw in the offseason when he's calling guys to go to Montana, of all places, to go work out, you see him at the family dinner with the uh, watching his phone, watching tape. 
he's always working, always working. But I think this this last week he finally accepted the fact that he's just not smarter than everyone on the field. He has to work. He mm-hmm. has to follow the script, and he can follow that script. You know, and 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 watching film and doing all that research and working with the coach outside of the team is great. But at the end of the day, everyone else is a professional athlete. And you have to know what you're doing. So he's he's bought in, and he continues to just go ahead. And if it's not their run, which he, you know, started doing last week, he wasn't sitting there scrambling around trying to throw the ball to, in the triple coverage. He said, okay, if I can get five yards, let's get five yards. They have to keep drilling yeah. that into his head. He's had the week off. Keep drilling that into his head so he can get to, through his first or second read. Then we might see some Elijah Moore. Then we could talk about Elijah Moore. But, you know, he got zero targets last week. I didn't see him open a whole lot. I looked at the all-22. I think, uh, you know, a lot of it last week was just one read for, for Zach. One read or run, and they wanted to kind of just keep it simple. They had that trick play that got uh, kind of fell apart with Garrett Wilson when he, he rolled out and was looking to throw the ball and ended up fumbling it. But, uh, you know, I think that was mm-hmm. a, a throw to Zach that it just, you know, that play just blew up. But, you know, more things like that. Get him involved in the offense in unconventional ways. Get him comfortable. Get him, you know, stop thinking so much out there. Stop worrying about what's going to happen and just act. Then we'll see, you know, then we can see some Elijah Moore get some numbers. Then he can be a little more satisfied. Maybe he'll settle down and, and you know, can stay off the Internet for a little bit and just focus on the game plan we can work out. Listen, Bill, you are talking some facts, man, and I've been telling people this left and right. The, we heard Sulla come out this year as well, right after, I think it was after the, right after the Patriots game, and say, listen, uh-huh. he's got to start making the boring throws. That is yeah. something that echoed from last season. They told him the exact same thing. Throw the ball away. Make the boring throw. Yeah. Don't kill us. That's the big thing with Zach going forward. Don't kill us. Don't throw the interception. Don't try to force the ball where it doesn't belong. And I know that Zach talked about wanting to make a play, and he wants to. But when you start forcing stuff, and we saw it against the Patriots, yeah. you start throwing interceptions, you're giving them great field position. You're giving these guys points. And, I mean, our defense was yeah. phenomenal. A lot of that was just field goals. But you do that against yeah. these upper echelon teams, and you'll get blown out the out the water. But again, against the well, Bills, he, 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 we saw something different. He he got the ball. Yeah, he away, kept it against Belichick. It's not going to work against Belichick. Exactly. Yeah. He kept he kept everything yeah. smart. Made the smart throws. Did did what it took, and that was that. And that got us yeah. the W. He even made plays yeah. with his feet. Was able to get some first downs with his feet. That kept our drive going. But man, that that was huge for us. And like you said, you know, just go with the script. That's what this system yeah. – and there was a lot of Jets fans that were calling for him to throw for 300 yards a game. And I said, listen, this system is not built like that. Run the football, okay, and allow your quarterback to make the smart, concise throw on third downs to keep these chains moving. That's what this system is about. Now, with that, and I know we're talking about Zach Wilson, what is our offensive identity to you, Bill? Because for years the New York Jets, Jets have struggled trying to find an offensive identity – when you look at us at this point, what do you see our offensive identity being? Okay, when you talk about the Shanahan system, which everyone talks about, our, our bulk of our experience with that has been with Garoppolo at quarterback, right? So Garoppolo is not a guy you expect to throw for 300 yards. So I think people think run first, run first, run first, but it's an opportunistic passing um, offense, and I think that's what Zach's going to bring to the table once you know he gets right. He's going to get right. He just needs more reps. He's just got to work it out. When he gets to the, the 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 point where he can definitively make the right calls and and just react without thinking too much, then I think it's going to be a more of an offense where people are going to be focused and expect to be run heavy and it can't be run heavy, but those opportunistic throws are what's going to kill him. When you look at like a, a Debo Samuel, you know we have Garrett Wilson, that's that's a Debo esque kind of guy, but we have a lot of in terms of the ability to 
make something happen after the catch. So, you know, mm-hmm. when you start to get Zach comfortable, you know, and we're going to run the ball. You know, even with this offensive line that is, you know, they're introducing themselves for every game this year because there's always some different guys in there. I mean, we've gotten fortunate. they consistent the last couple of weeks. But, yeah. you know, with the protections that have been kind of, you know, Zach, you know, half the time, you know, I kind of see why he's running for his life because he's got guys on his lap. But, you know, once that gets kind of stabilized and it gets better as these guys get more experience with the same five, then, you know, then we can see him take an opportunity to start going to second read, start seeing more of Elijah Moore's open, more of when Corey gets back. Corey's been a, a beast when he was out there with the slant, just running that slant, using his big body, getting that catch and getting a little bit more after, uh, after he catches it. Then, you know, then I think it's going to – people go studying it as a run-first offense, which it could be run-first to set up everything else. But Zach has the arm talent, and he can make all those throws. And, and you know, when he gets his head right, I mean, you think about – you know, a play like that in the 49ers offense now with Garoppolo, I mean, how explosive is that going to be? So, you know, in terms of mm-hmm. what it looks like, I, I think what we expect it to look like is not going to be what it's going to end up looking like because you're going to have a, a fairly balanced hybrid offense, not in terms of necessarily attempts, like there's not going to be equal number of throwing attempts, but the yards per attempt are going to be up there once we can get this thing going. And I think that can happen this season. I think that's going to happen after the, the break. I think they're going to really lay one on Belichick um, for the next game. So I'm thinking that's a game where we're going to expect to see it be, uh, uh, you know, like it's been run, run, run. But I think they're going to let Zach kind of open it up a little bit, especially, you know, when you think about the, the criticism he's gotten, he's not looking into social media anymore, which is good. But, you know, he goes in that locker room and you look at the all 22, on a lot of plays, a lot of guys are sitting there. You know, they're, they're not too happy with him after he's missing wide open guys. So he, got, he has to go to that locker room and practice. And he's got to, you know, he's got to show up for his teammates. And it looks like these guys are putting – the, the right amount of you know incentive into him to kind of stay focused, stay with the plan, yeah. and uh, I think we're going to see that going into this next game coming up next week. Yeah. So my next and final question with you, Bill, because you've been bringing some heat, man. Give me your thoughts about this Jets defense. How and what, what is the yeah. most? Who have you been impressed the most with? The player you've been impressed the most with this season for us defensively? Who's the guy that well, you have really stood out and made you go wow? This guy is really putting on for this defense this year. Well, I expect I think we expected it from Sauce when they drafted him. So I mean, as impressive as he's been, I think he's you know anyone who watched him at Cincinnati, like you know, no one knew Cincinnati was going to be any good last year. You look at back at what happened. You know, they had him on one side shutting down offenses, and it wasn't just like a college guy doing it. You can see that the guy had a lot of traits, and he's transformed that over to the pro side. So as incredible as he has been. Um, and as credible as Q has been, another guy who, you know, came in, he was getting his feet wet, he's learning you know, to deal with a lot of different uh, coach coaching changes over the few years he's been here, but that guy settled in. You know, um, i got to be honest, like the, the, the person that's impressed me the most is Mosley. I mean, I know people kind of get mm. some of the past past uh, coverage lapses that may have happened, but the guys can see at his age and for the energy, injury that he's coming back from, you know, the guys play with a high mm. motor, he's leading that up defense, you know, and as much as, you know, people want to, you know, you could say the, the guys up front are putting the pressure on. They're getting four-man pressure, which is huge in this league. You've played so many teams that have to use five guys to get pressure. We're using back. four men that frees back. up an extra guy. Then you look yep. in the back end, and we have the corners are just locking guys down. So, essentially, you know, we, we've taken away that threat. So the linebackers have to come through and just clean up what's there, and they're doing that job. You know, uh, and I think those guys are unsung because, you know, Mosley's there, and a lot of people are disappointed with the, the contract and, you know, they, they maybe expected you – know, I'm not sure what they expected, but I think he's, he's leading that linebacker core. I think Quan Alexander's done a great job. 
the other one, Q Williams' brother, Williams is up there. So I think the linebackers, I didn't expect much from them, especially last year when, you know, it was just a disaster in the run game. Guys would get through the defensive line, and then it was it was just a train wreck. But these guys are cleaning up. I think it's because of the efficiency in the front and the back. Then it allows them to play with a little bit more, um, you know, the ability to just kind of sift through the trash that's out there and make tackles. So, you know, I think everyone at all three levels are playing great. It's being, you know, the guys in the front and back in the highlights. But the, when it comes to the guys in the middle stop in the run, I think there's really been a big difference. Because look at last year. You know, I was looking at a couple of games last year just for, for reference. It was just un, it was unbelievable how bad the defense was in terms of just giving up the run. So I think um, yeah. even though, as you mentioned before, we have that injury, got Rankins is out. I, guess I agree with you. I think the guys who are, who are next up in the rotation, uh, they'll be fine. You know, we've got Thomas is in there. I haven't seen him, you know, stand out a whole lot. He's had a couple of good plays, but give him more reps. You know, we've got Nathan Shepard in there. You know, he's going to get some more reps. And don't want to promote a guy from the practice squad. Uh, they mentioned Marshall and uh, – Smart, smart. I was a big fan of coming out of. Uh, he was at Tulane, I believe. Either one of those guys can fill in, so I think they're, they're not going to miss a beat. I think they, uh, you know, they keep that pass rush going in there. A lot of pressure. Carl mm-hmm. Lawson's a guy who a lot of people don't see him fill up the stat sheet, but when you watch the games, he's setting up a lot of uh, uh, his other teammates. He's, he's given a lot of, you know, a lot of moves inside, bringing uh, confusion on the uh, the assignments on the offensive line, freeing up guys on our side to go and make some sacks to get pressure. So. Lawson's quiet. I hear a lot of guys criticize him, but when you watch the game, he's, his contribution isn't just in the stat sheet. But those numbers have been jumping up there, but he's he's really putting a lot of uh, a lot of stress on those defensive uh, offensive linemen. So I think all over, man. I think yeah, it's great improvement from the first couple of games. They're looking good. Playoffs mm-hmm. playoffs would be great, but I think we're so far ahead now, of schedule. Hold, uh, hold on, know. hold on. Now, uh, so are, are we? Now this is gonna be my final question before I let you go. All right, everybody's trying to slip, slide past this, Bill. I'm not going to let you slide past this one. <laughs> Listen here, man. I Give it to yes, me straight. Sir. I don't want the old Bill Wiggles. Don't even try it, all right? <laughs> You're not getting past me. Okay, buddy? All right? That's all right. the time it is tonight. Give me your take on this quickly. Is this a playoff or bust season for you? Are you expecting the New York Jets to make the playoffs this season? And if they don't, are you disappointed? I'm expecting them to make the playoffs. I am. I think the rest of the schedule, um, they can they can they can win enough games. It's a competitive. The AFC is competitive, but there's a lot of noise going on with a lot of teams. I think the rest of the schedule is doable. I would I be disappointed if they do okay. not? No, because already they are far ahead of schedule where I thought they were going to be this year. Look, they've been playing a year okay. without. Uh, everyone forgot about Beckton. I, I have not given up on Beckton. Beckton is a beast. Get him back. You get AVT back. Put him back in the lineup next year. There's going to be some additional acquisitions to strengthen this team. So this team is, you know, far from a furnished product where they are, and they're already very already slotted for projected to make the playoffs based on their current status. So, yeah, I, I don't. I'm not going to be disappointed if they, if they. It's a tough conference. AFC is tough. There's going to be a lot of competition out there. So if they can't sneak in, you know, I'll be a little disappointed. But be pleased that we we uh, got this far, and I just want them to win the conference. I mean, if they can win the conference. Okay. Um, That'd be great. Doesn't happen. We already beat the Bills, and if we beat the uh, the, the Patriots next week, then I'm I'm going to be fine. That's going to be a, a successful season, beating every team okay. in the conference. We'll see what happens. All right. Listen, Bill. I want to thank you for calling in. It's been a phenomenal call. You have yourself a good night, my friend. Take care, my man. All right. Peace out. <laughs> 
We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. You know, everything is good. I hope everyone, you know, can hear me. Everything's going well. Salutes to all of the savage out, savages out there as well in the chat. NY Jets FL, GVH, Jacob Klein, man, everybody. Ronald Perry. And salutes to Ronald Perry. Ronald Perry says, hey, listen. A game manager is only going to get you but so far. And I understand that ideology. But I tell you what, I watched the Ravens win a Super Bowl with a game manager. Okay? <laughs> if that's how far it's going to get me, I'll take it. You know what I mean? Game manager, listen, Mark Sanchez, for all intents and purposes, was a game manager. If he doesn't make one dumb throw against the Steelers, we're in that game. We are like one or two dumb turnovers from Mark Sanchez from being in the Super Bowl. Go back and look at that game. I watched it. I remember collapsing watching that. I think it was whatever. I think it was a pick six or something like that. It was a turn. for a If he doesn't do that dumb stuff and just properly manages the game, I'm telling you, the Jets could have really been somewhere. So let me tell you something. <laughs> We keeping things moving. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 number. Call in. You can get places with game managers, and I'll take it all day. Next, I'm going to my guy, Jake. I'm coming to Jake. I know he's got some things he wants to talk about. 973 will come directly to you next. Jake, salute. All right? Listen, we're talking Jets. Jets 6-3. and three. We're at the bye. We're doing some assessments here on the football team. I know you got some things you want to talk about, man. Give me your thoughts about Zach Wilson so far. What is your assessment of him at this point, the Jets buy? Uh, Joe, first, good evening. How, how's everything going? Well, happy Friday. Um, first, I hope you didn't reference Trent Dilfer. Is that what you were saying before, like two seconds ago? Yeah, that's a game manager. They say a game manager can only get you so far. I tell you, a game manager can win you a Super Bowl. You want to use Super Bowl. Yeah, but, that's what he so can do. let's be honest. That was twenty something years ago. That's really an argument I really just don't want to really like hear anymore. I feel like we've heard this too many times, and it just is that you a look Super at like Ryan Tannehill and the Titans. You look at Ryan Tannehill and the Titans. They drafted Malik yeah. Willis for a reason. They know they want to get out of that mm-hmm. contract. So, uh, but have they have they know, not had it. success with Tannehill? Have, they've had a lot of success with Tannehill, right? They've gone to playoffs. They've been a contender before, right? Tannehill was never going to be the long-term solution there. But Tannehill got them on the door, though, got them to the doorstep, got them in position. You know how many teams in this league would give up first-round picks for a game manager? <laughs> Tons of them. Ask, ask these teams out here with bad quarterbacks if they would take a game manager, a guy that's going to come in, make sure that he puts you in the right position to win the, win the game, not throw you out of a game, not turn the ball over, not do something stupid, and constantly keep you in a position to – to take the game away. Tons of them would do it. Tons of them. We've seen it. We've seen game managers be successful. Not saying that that's all that Zach Wilson is or is going to be, but my goodness, let's stop acting like him going out there playing within the system and doing what it takes and being a game manager is a bad thing. I'll take that every day of the week. How long were we with bad quarterbacks? How long do we have that issue? Christian Hackenberg, Sam Darnold didn't work out here. Geno Smith, Bryce Petty. My God, how many names do I have to keep going on and talking? Ryan Fitzpatrick, all these garbage quarterbacks that we had here, and now you guys want to turn your nose up at a game manager? No, sir. I'll take that every single day. Here we go. Every day of the week, I'll take it. Go ahead, Jay. Was that Mario? Yes, it was. Because I'm on fire. Here we go. Let's go. 
All right. Well, no, listen, obviously this, this is a segue into Zach Wilson. Look, uh, I, I don't want to say it last weekend because everybody, look, I like I said, I still think the coaching staff is the answer. I believe that wholeheartedly. But, you know, right now my my assessment of Zach Wilson is still incomplete. It's still very incomplete because I want to see how he does against Bill Belichick because we have not beaten the Patriots yet. I want to see him do well against the Patriots because Bill's not going away. Listen, if Josh McDaniels got kicked out of town, he should have been the head coach who I thought. He's not leaving anytime soon, so I want to see how he does against them. And I want to see how he does against on the, on the road against the Vikings, how he does on the road against – listen, we have all road games now against the AFC East. So now we have to see how they do against them. So, like I said also from last week is that I still said, um, was it John Benson looks like Dante Scarnecchia. That gives us a fighting chance. You have an offensive line with all the injuries, and, you know, Joe, uh, George Fant's coming back. Max Mitchell's got a – I don't know why people think he's coming back so fast. He had a dislocated kneecap. I don't know why people think he's coming back that quick. I don't think he's coming back that quick. Well, he, so he, he's, really he's been on the hope. field already, Jake. We, we've seen him on the field working out, and they talked about – and this was last week. They talked about how – and he was out Mitchell? there stretching, running everything. Yeah, yeah, Max Mitchell was out on the field, and he was running around on the practice field. And he was stretching and doing all kind of lunges and stuff. That's where the talk came about that, hey, this guy's probably going to return uh, after, after the bye. Even Stella came out and talked to him. Now, we'll see what happens again. They're still evaluating them, but it's looking like Max Mitchell is – probably actually going to come back, so it's a good chance. That is very surprising because usually a recovery like that takes multiple months. So I'm mm-hmm. barely surprised he's going to come back. So, look, if he does great, I, I just I, – I, that that's beyond what I thought it would be medically. But um, yeah, anyway, so, look, look, with Zach Wilson, it's, it's – he's got – he obviously has to make the singles, doubles, triples. I've been saying this probably at any, you know – chat room, whatever the case may be. I, 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 he still has to show me he can do that every single week. He did it against the Bills. Fine. Well, also, let's not forget, also, he fumbled the ball away. He still made bad passes. He still has those rookie, that rookie-like uh, mentality that's still there. It's still there. And, look, and listen, we, I think the one thing we need to talk about for a second, because we're not talking about it enough, and you screamed about it last week, and Michael Carter is getting it done, man. I, I, it's talk. amazing to me. Oh. Michael Carter is getting it done. And I read an article today in the NFL Network that said that Michael Carter could be having his breakout. I did not think he'd have this kind of start, and he's getting it done. <laughs> get to I've been tell- That's why I want to set myself down. Yeah, Jake, uh, Jake, listen, I've been talking about Carter. Brees Hall is phenomenal. He was, you know, great. And, he, he's, uh, you know, when he comes back next season, I'm sure he's going to be right back to his old self. I'm excited about him. But I've been talking about Michael Carter for a long time, and I've been telling people that this guy has what it takes. We saw last season, right? He showed up, showed out for us last season. Now this season, even with them, even with losing uh, uh, Brees Hall, he's continued on. That, that final drive against the Bills, that drive where we got the field goal to, and, and put the game away there and they didn't have much time left, that drive was led by the running game of Michael Carter, the combination of Michael Carter and James Robinson. I think together they had 124 yards on the day against the Bills combined. Carter, I think this year, has like 330 yards rushing. So let me tell you something. (laughs) Michael Carter, I think, is going to be able to carry the load, him and James Robinson effectively. I think we're still going to be able to run the football effectively, even though we've lost Brees Hall. And Carter's going to continue to show these guys, and not just running the football, 
But Carter can come out the backfield as well, catch the football, and he is an absolute weapon there. And that, that leads me to my next question for you, uh, Jake, because there's a lot of people talking about guys moving in and offensive weapons being utilized. A lot of people feel like Elijah Moore is not being utilized correctly. That's my final question for you. What are your thoughts and expectations for him now that he's been moved to the slot? Uh, where's the apology? Where's his apology? I haven't seen it anywhere. I, 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 if I was, if I was Joe Douglas, I'd sit him down every week and say, are you ready to apologize to everybody? Are you ready to stop being a selfish jerk? No. Okay. We'll deactivate you every week until you're ready to do it. He has not done it. I, I, I really, I'm really disappointed at Jet fans that have just sat here and just said, let's just let this go by when everybody was screaming. This guy was so negative. This guy is a loser. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is a loser. He is a loser. I'm sorry. This guy wow. is a loser. I'm sorry. Mm. Like, I, I'm not backing down from this. Everybody on every, every streaming thing said, this guy should be gone. This guy should be gone. Yeah, he should be. This guy deserves nothing. He is a loser. He, we have wow. gone six and three, and he still will not apologize. I'm not letting him earn a spot. That, no. Give Jeff Smith the ball. You know what? Give Den, Den, let me tell you something. Denzel Mims did – now, I, I will say Denzel Mims did kind of want to trade, but this has been iffy for a year plus. Kind he of want to trade. He and went he publicly on the – came sorry? out and said, I want to trade. And, and his agent, they publicly came out and said, yeah. Denzel wants to be traded. And then the agent came out and also blasted the organization and said they told us publicly, they told us personally, we're not going to cut you, Denzel, but we want out of here. So, no, he didn't kind of want to. He wanted out of here. But he has been professional. I'll say that. He has gone out yeah. there and does ex- done exactly what the team asked him to do. But he wanted to trade, Jake. Continue on. No, no, you're, you're, you're right. I, that's why I wanted to stop myself for a second. But the reality okay. is, is that – no, Mitt, Elijah Moore has shown no remorse for any. And then he went on the phone and said, well, I'm not getting the ball, man. Like, come on. You see Denzel Mims saying that? No, he didn't. So, yes, I, I know I'm going to get crushed on this argument, but the reality is, is that he has done nothing, <laughs> nothing to show remorse. If he can leave the team uh-huh. tomorrow because it's, it's the not forever league for him. Sorry. Uh-huh. I'm sorry to tell this to Ted fans. You want to build a culture here that Robert Sala is building, which he is, and Joe Douglas are building a roster that's about first football, first guys, don't reward him. Put Jeff Smith on the field. Put Barrios on the field. Put Mims on the field. Let them get their chances, man. Let the tight ends do their jobs that we paid them all this money for that that makes the San Francisco offense in New York from the floor. So, I'm Mm. sorry. I'm going to keep saying that every week. He he is a loser. No, listen. He's a loser. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Uh, That's your take. That's your take, Jake, and – I hear it. Now, my final question before I let you go quickly, are you expecting the New York Jets to make the playoffs this season? And if they don't, is it a disappointment for you? I'm going to stick to my original expectation. I think many Jets fans said this. In December, if we're in that in-the-hunt box, New York Jets, and Zach Wilson improves to more than the 20th best quarterback, I mean he's top 15 and above or 12, whatever the case may be in that top range, that's a successful season to me. Is playoffs mm. possible? I mean, they're going to really have to blow the doors off to make me believe they're still going to make the playoffs. It's a long season, man. Because we didn't think Seattle was going to be okay. this good. We didn't even think Justin Fields was going to be this good, because he is. I'm sorry to tell us, everybody. I still want Justin Fields. I think the kid's going to be really, really good. 
and uh, mm-hmm. we still have to beat the Patriots. So there's a lot of there's a lot of football left. There's a lot of football. Mm-hmm. In fact, we're going into Thanksgiving. We're talking about the Jets and not talking about who they're taking in the top five. Great, but the reality here is yeah. that there's a lot of football left. Let's it's it's remained to be seen. Okay, okay. Well, listen, Jake. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. You gave us some takes, man. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you. All right. All right. Have a good night, Joe. Take it easy. Yes. You have a good one, my friend. You have a good one, Jake. Give it up. We'll continue on these lines again. Five six zero two nine six three nine five one five six zero two nine six three nine is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. I know people are trying to get at me about this uh, about this game manager talk, man. Listen, I'll take a game manager all every day of the week. Trent Dilfer, Super Bowl. People call Ryan Tannehill a game manager. Titans were constantly in the playoffs, making a run, you know, Super Bowl contenders. Uh, people said, you know, Joe, it's game manager, they can't do anything. Jimmy Garoppolo, anybody remember him? Uh, he was a quarterback in the Niners. Not very good, all right? He sucks. Game manager. The Niners were constantly good, Super Bowl contenders. I will take a game manager any day of the week. And I'm not even saying that that's all that Zach Wilson is going to be able to do. But what is so wrong with him going out there, playing within the system, managing the game, making plays and getting out the way. I'll take that every day of the week. We beat Green Bay with him doing just that, making the throws that were there, running the football hard. We beat the Dolphins, same way. I'll take it every day of the week, all right? I'll take it every day of the week. We keep getting to these lines. Again, 515 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next, we're going to my guy at 973. 973, we're coming directly to you. Salute, hey, my Joe, friend. I want to thank you for calling in. What's going on, man? Listen, you talk Jets. We go back and forth. There's been a lot yeah. of talk, man. I'm getting I'm getting flack about Zach Wilson and people saying he's a game mm-hmm. manager. And give me your thoughts on Zach Wilson so far this season, man. What's your assessment of him at the bye? Well, with Zach Wilson getting hurt, that's that's been one of our biggest problems, though. But you know, our other guys are stepping up. Nobody expected the Jets to be six and uh, three where they are right now. They expected all to be just, you know, another season in the toilet. But, you know, the other guys have really uh, stacked up, and we're making a run for it in the uh, AFC East right now. I mean, it's their best season in seven years. And I win that Buffalo as, against Buffalo as we signified it. So we're, we're mm-hmm. doing better than what anybody almost expected. Even some yeah. uh, Jet fans, that are, uh, the diehard Jet fans, you know, like I am, because um, I, I have a cousin who is a, is a diehard Jet fan, and I don't think he even expected this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're playing unbelievably well and we're doing good. Yeah. And one of the things that I'm looking at is, is not just to play on the field as well, but our coaching staff, our coaching staff has made some great decisions yeah. this season. That's really set us up. Give me your opinion of Sulla at this point, man. How are you feeling about him being a New York Jets head coach? And do you think that they've taken a step forward as a staff this season? Oh, absolutely. Taking a step forward. I mean, you couldn't do much worse than, you know, last season four and 13, whatever it was, you know, he has really stepped up. You don't know what to expect from a first-year coach. I mean, they're just trying to get the bugs on everything, and that was expected to be last year. And this year, they have proven to be, you know, a lot better than that. You know, Solid is mm-hmm. really coming through. Yeah, yeah, he is. Now, what are your thoughts about Elijah Moore being moved to the slot? Good idea. I mean, because he's – yeah, every team has an Achilles heel on theirs, no matter how good they are. And, unfortunately, Moore has been, well, ours. So by moving him mm-hmm. to a different position, I think it's going to benefit him and the Jets, uh, you know, a lot better. Yeah, yeah, I think it will Everybody as well. Now going over, to, 
Yeah. Going over to the defensive side of the ball, give me your thoughts on Jermaine Johnson, man. How have you felt about him so far during this season? I know he's missed some games due to an ankle injury. How have you felt about him? You know, what are your thoughts about him as a rookie and how he's performed this season so far? For a rookie, he's not doing that bad. I mean, you know, you, you can't expect much. Okay, injuries happen, you know, probably sometimes for rookie mistakes. But, you know, I wouldn't give him a benefit of doubt. I mean, for a rookie, you know, he's doing quite well, especially for our team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, before I let you go, man, give me your thoughts about Sauce. Sauce is, to me, has been phenomenal this season. How have you felt about him so far? And what are your expectations for him going forward? For, for, we move the coach or... I didn't, get a, I didn't quite get the question. Hello? Uh, Sauce? I didn't quite get the question. What, what are your... What are your thoughts about Sauce? Look, I think everybody is contributing uh, to their own position, and they keep you know we're gonna we're gonna do fine. And to answer your question about is it Super Bowl or, or playoffs or bust season? Uh, no, because I didn't think anybody you know was expecting to do this well. So I think we've already proven a point of you know how we've done this season. Even if we don't make the playoffs, I mean we've shown a lot of improvement this year. So I wouldn't think this season is gonna be a bust even if we don't make it. Okay. Okay. Listen, I respect that. Listen, I want to thank you for calling in, my friend. You have your We're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next, we're going to 561. 561, I'm coming directly to you. That soft question took that boy out. Listen, Salute to you, 561. Give me your name, where you're from, and give me your thoughts about this New York Jets defense. <laughs> what are your thoughts about our secondary so hey, far? This is this is Ronald from the 561. That's West Palm Beach. And Okay. Is this Ronald Perry? Yes, it is. Hey, listen. And the hold, reason, on, hold, on, reason, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. For those of you that don't know, Ronald is a savage. <laughs> Ronald, don't ever try to sneak in here, bruh, and not say, yo, fool, don't ever do that. Do you hear me? When you come in here, you let it be known. I'm Ronald Perry, the savage, what it is, Joe. You know what I'm saying? Diehard Jets That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Come closer to your phone. I want to to be able to hear you a little bit. Come closer to your phone. Give me your thoughts. Okay, give me your thoughts about this New York Jets defense, man. How are you feeling about it, and what player to you has stuck out the most this season. New York Jets defense, it may sound crazy because I never said this before, but I think we have the best defense in the NFL. I'm so serious about that. I'm not just saying that because I'm a Ooh. Jets fan. I believe we could okay. I believe we literally could beat anybody with our defense. But that's another thing mm-hmm. right there though, as far as the game manager. You know, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at having Zach as a game manager. But I, I stand behind it when I say that's only going to get us but so far because I'm sure it can get us far, and who knows what it could really do if we get lucky. But to tell you the truth, it's not it's – not, you can't depend on it. Like when the lights get bright, you know, and, then the, and the light and Zach is going to have to shine, I, I just don't mm-hmm. know about whole, the game management thing. He's going he's gonna to have to do more than that. And you know we got a hell of a defense. As a matter of fact, we got a great. Uh, we got a. Not only do we have a good, the great defense, we have a real good 
I mean, I don't want to say, like, our offensive line is that great, but we we got a decent offensive line. We really do. And the special teams, you know, our special teams is legit. And you know, Jets are so legit this year. I'm like so yeah. legit hold, hold, hold this on year. A second, hold, hold on a second, Ronald. I want to go back to you talking about Zach Wilson and the game manager. I understand people saying they think it's only going to get us so far, right? But when you look at game managers that have major success, we're talking Super Bowls. We're talking contenders. We're talking guys that have gone to the playoffs. What's what's wrong with that? I've seen a game manager win a Super Bowl. I've seen a game manager compete, contend to win Super Bowls before. Jimmy Garoppolo, contender. Well, was on a Super Bowl contending team, right? We've seen Trent Dilfer win a Super Bowl. We saw Ryan Tannehill. People call him the the game manager of all game managers. How long have the Titans? How long were the Titans just in contention every single year? At the doorstep of Super Bowls, behind what right. a solid running game, a solid run, a solid running game. Ryan Tannehill making the throws when necessary, and a defense that would just take the life out of you. That's what we're doing here. <laughs> so look, I understand people want us to look like you know the, the greatest show on turf, like the Rams, or throw the ball around like the Saints. But you can win different ways in this league, and I will take a game manager all day. We beat Aaron Rodgers in Lambeau with this game manager. And People I, say we're going to get blown out in that game. And I, we can and beat I'm, the Bills. You know what? I, we can I beat the Bills, you. a Super Bowl contending team, with this game manager that people say can't get it done. Well, I, I wouldn't say I'm can't get it done, but I'm, it, but when, I'm telling you, when the light when the light gets bright, I don't know about this. I'm telling you, I really, I'm just, I, I just, I like to see it. You said you've seen other other quarterbacks do that whole, you know, game managing thing, and it brings them far. You know, I don't. That's what I'm saying. I don't doubt this whole game manager thing can bring us. I, I know it could bring us far, but I want to do more than that. I want to go not only get into the playoffs. I want to like get into the playoffs and like get to be a big dog in the playoffs. And I know if Zach mm-hmm. was doing more, you know, as a matter of fact, if Zach keeps being a game manager, you know, things things could like somebody can come with some great defense and basically shut it down, and then what's he going to do? What's he going to do when, when the lights get too bright? And, you know, I know the defense is going to stand up, but when but the offense is going to have to do something. We can't 100% rely on defense. Defense could do a lot, but, that, but we can't. But here's the thing, though, Ronald. We saw that this season. When our offense – listen, we played the Steelers. Our defense was playing solidly. The Steelers' defense was playing good, too. True. Our running game was terrible. And Zach Wilson went out there and won that game single-handedly. And no one's talking yeah, about true. that. Yeah, it's true. Real that. That's he won that game single-handedly. He went out there, manned up, put the, team on his, put the team on his back, and won that game single-handedly this season. So when the lights are bright, I've seen him do it. Now, I will say this, Ronald. Again, I'm not the Zach Wilson defender. What I am saying is that we've seen the flashes, but he needs to be more consistent. I will say that. He needs to clean absolutely, up his absolutely. stuff against pressure. He needs to be more consistent. He needs to work, stop with the footwork. He needs to get better with the footwork and stop making bad decisions, trying to run outside the pocket and launch the football down the field. When he's not doing or, that or, stuff and running run backwards. backwards. <laughs> and run, running backwards. But when he's not doing that, we're all right. You know what I'm saying? We're all right. Now, Ronald, we're getting short on time. I want to get your take all on right. this before I let you go quickly. Give me your thoughts. On this Jets team, are you expecting a playoff berth out this Jets team this season? You better believe it. You absolutely are <laughs> expecting it. And you know what? That that's that's one of the main reasons. that is the main reason I want to see Zach 
do a little bit more than game mm-hmm. management because I, I really don't see why we can't go to the playoffs. As a matter of fact, I think okay. we're, the top, we're the top five team in the AFC, period. One of the top yeah. five teams okay. in the AFC. I okay. truly believe Listen. that. Listen, Ronald, I hear you. Again, I'm getting short on time. I got to let you go. Thank you for All calling right. in. Next time I have a show, you better call in, man. And you better right, let boss, it be known who you is, bro. Let it be known who you is, all right? You have yourself yeah, a Yeah, all right. You got friend. it, boss. Take it easy. Absolutely. Go, Jets. <laughs> y'all see how Ronald tried to sneak in here, bro? Man, y'all saw it too. Salute to the savages. Listen, that sauce question put that boy on spin cycle. <laughs> I just asked a question. I didn't know what. I said, hey, what are your thoughts about sauce? And he said, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Keep your hands on the wheels at all times. All right? Now, I'm going to go ahead and close out the show, man. We've had a lot of discussion tonight about these Jets. We are getting short on time. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook. Search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth to folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. All right? I'm also on Twitter as well, at The Long Beach Joe, at The Long Beach Joe. All right, on Twitter. You can also follow me on my personal page, at YoungJ000. Again, at YoungJ000. Okay, go ahead and follow me. I'll follow you right back. And you know, troll me, no issues. I am the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times. At all times. All right? He's going to come back next season and be great. You know what I mean? Fight on. Okay? You can also catch the show live as well on YouTube. Go on over to YouTube. Type in Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Subscribe, hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. And as always, people, when you see me in person, because you will see me in person, it is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone, okay? Free hugs for everyone. The hugs will cost you absolutely nothing. I want to thank you folks for listening. Thank you folks for taking the times out of your day to call in and watch and talk to your boy about the New York Jets, all right? See you folks. Thank you folks for calling in. You folks are the absolute best. Without you again, I am nothing. Thank you for taking the times out of your day do everything. You folks have a good one.